everybody. Welcome to Tapes, 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 a podcast about old movies from our childhood. Our That's Well, my name's Evan William Crockett. This is my trusty co-also host. You want to take that again? Do you want me to do I have it no again? Idea what you said. I'm Josh. Hi, Josh. Well, Josh and I are best our best friends. Although sometimes he questions it. And uh, we've been that way for a long time. And uh, we talk about, every week, we talk about movies or maybe other things from our childhood. Man, season four is really like us. <laughs> Cracks are starting to show. It's falling apart. It, it is falling and apart. We're, we're trying to get back to our season one roots, we're which is truly our undoing. <laughs> we're like a Toyota that has over 200,000 miles on it. Like, it'll still run. Hey, I don't know. But if it probably that. shouldn't. Well, anyway, we come together once a week. We talk about something from our childhood, from our beautiful nostalgic past, and we decide whether it has aged well or aged poorly. At the end of this episode, we will decide whether or not this thing <laughs> gets either a be kind and rewind or an eject and reject, denoting whether it's worth your time or whether it's simply a wreck. Whoa. How are you doing with all that snow? No, boy, snow, baby, Pacific snow, baby, Northwestern. snow. Um, a lot. A historic snowfall. <laughs> you said, you asked, I just want to break this down. You asked how I was doing, and I said a lot. <laughs> <laughs> and we need not go any further than that. <laughs> well, we got a great movie this week. I, I, spent 30, movie? I spent 30 minutes complaining to the Chicagoan about a foot and a half of snow that dumped on portland over this last weekend i don't know if i could call myself a chicagoan and not get killed here okay well well you live you live there you have lived there you're you know it's true well i mean i just see the snow and i go all right i, I can do this <laughs> yeah and i mean I, it's like i just stay in my house i'm i'm uh, uh my rating is now 1200 i just broke 1200 on chess.com Oh shit! Chess.com slash tapes tapes tapes. I've been playing. <laughs> I'm looking for sponsorship opportunities wherever I go. <laughs> Can you imagine? No, that got me so hard. <laughs> we're now spon- we, we we switched it up. We're, go- we're now sponsored by chess. Maybe because I can't imagine anything that uh, requires more forethought than chess, and I can't. <laughs> think of anything that doesn't require as much forethought as a nostalgic movie podcast yeah the correlation <laughs> is very clear oh Ooh, my god the venn diagram is exactly josh <laughs> <laughs> well josh you want to tell these fine folks what we watched this week for tapes tapes well, tapes i do because this is i think only the second time that it's not a movie when's the first time when was it the first time? Oh God! Don't draw any comparisons. <laughs> Just tell them uh, what we watched. Well, we 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 have evolved from Mary Kate and Ashley's uh, <laughs> the case of Volcano Mystery Mountain to the anime series Incompletion FLCL or Footy Cootie or f- yes, Fully Cooley created and Fully Cooley Kazuya Suramaki. I'm really just. FYI, I'm I'm not I'm not the worst with Japanese names, but I'm not the best either. So, um, 
But yeah, we, we've got FLCL, created and directed by Kazuya Suramaki, written by Yoji Inokido. Um, this, yeah, it's an anime. It's a short anime series um, that is about three hours in total. Yeah, maybe even less. I'm, I'm not even sure. Which is kind of, which is kind of remarkable. Um, FLCL. This was something that is kind of from. My past is, I think it's more from your past. Um, and yeah, it's the first time that we have ever watched an entire series, like an entire season of something for the show. So yeah, it was, sh- well, you asked me what to watch and uh, I felt like doing something kind of spicy. Yeah. And we mentioned, I mentioned this one in the, in the Q&A episode, episode yeah. because yeah, that one just popped into my mind as the movie I would see during uh, the pandemic. It's still go see it in theaters. It's not a movie. But I kind of wanted to. I want to revisit it. That sparked it. So here we go. Yeah, are. yeah. That, that makes a lot of sense. Do you want to, um, uh, without giving up, <laughs> giving away too much about what the show is about? Is there a synopsis for Fully Cooly? <laughs> like, how would that exist? <laughs> well, so here we go. Here's here's uh, Fully Cooly. Uh, now, uh, Nauta is a normal student living with his abnormal father and grandfather. Uh, yeah. One day, a seemingly insane girl named Haruko blazes in from out of nowhere on her Vespa, wielding an electric guitar with a buzzsaw. What? It's not a buzzsaw. Elect- it just makes the sound of one. Yeah, the electric guitar. Like, it's a bass guitar that it shapeshifts, I think. They're doing this wrong. It's not an electric guitar, and it's not a buzzsaw. It's a but bass they, guitar. But in the show, they call it an electric guitar all the time. Sure. Anyway. Anyway. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, sorry, anonymous. Uh, who wrote this? Haruko moves. So Haruko moves in with Naota under the pretense of being a housekeeper, but Naota knows there's something obviously strange about her. To make matters worse, large shapes are growing out of his head, hatching into large monsters that Haruko makes her mission to kill. Who is Haruko really, and what is she after? You won't find out until the end of this b- bizarre story. I mean, that synopsis, you know, that's got not, better the farther it got in. That's not too bad. Like I, I was trying to think of of that was literally something that I thought while I was watching this. I was like, how is there going to be a synopsis for this? Because it's so like, I mean, the the thing that it, that that synopsis doesn't quite capture is like this isn't so it is an anime, but it's extremely absurd. And it it when we were kids, it was on Adult Swim. Uh, for those of you who it I, was, I, I wasn't mean, it? I, I guess Adult Swim is still around. But it it like if you're into Adult Swim stuff, then that will make perfect sense to you. Like, and you've seen FLCL. It's like okay, this makes perfect sense because it's like it's very presentational. It breaks the fourth wall. It. You know, in the very first episode, they have like a little behind the scenes thing where like there's the actors in the show that are doing something. You know what I mean? Like there, there's always something going or like they're changing animation style super drastically. Like it's a very absurdist kind of avant-garde show. Yeah, they're really taking every opportunity to kind of disorient the audience. Yeah. But still make them feel like they like what they're watching, at least visually. Yeah. Because, uh, I mean, in terms of synopsis, I can't 
I can't really add too much more. I mean, because the show purposefully gives you as little information as possible in kind of reverse order where you get no information in the first episode and then you kind of get it all by the final episode. So you kind of have to go back and watch it again and be like, okay, I kind of understand. That's why that happened. And that's why like the shapes that are growing out of his head, like at the end of every, I mean, that's kind of the, the through line is that like every episode he has these weird shapes on his head. Nauta, the main character and then, like, they come out of his head, and then he does battle with them in some way or another. Well, and- let me see if let me see if I could give a. I don't, I doubt anybody listening to this is going to watch this. Let me see if I can try to <laughs> well, put together. Sh- well, a, okay, a synopsis we, for it. Put together one? No, no, no. Well, I think I think I could. Well, I think I could. I, I can give a, a pretty solid one. No, okay. I, I think that, I think what we've said about it is. I mean, because that. I mean, do you think that we're missing something? No, I guess not. I mean, I mean, it, unless, I mean, it was just like spoilers of like who people are and what they want and all that stuff. I, I'm curious about your personal history with this show. Like, was it the 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 standard crew, Byron and them, who, who first showed it to you? Ugh. Let me uh, let me just crack my knuckles on this one because this is a this is a meaty meaty bag of meat to talk about Ugh. meat bag of meat yeah okay <laughs> gross it's very very it's it's like the show you didn't expect that one I, I didn't and i'm grossed out but i'll still listen i so i want to say that i probably i don't remember how i originally found this show i probably got it from my friend's group that i had in early high school that was watching a lot of animes and we were you know hanging out in the hanging out in the room and making Gundam models and all that and it just kind of fell in our lap but I have a very distinct memory of and you'll 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 know what I'm talking about with this uh is going to the Marin County Fair oh yeah Mm -hmm. one summer uh and there was a booth that had a dvd copy of of this series flcl and i was so fucking excited because you couldn't really i didn't know how to get my hands on it at that point there wasn't really like where can't get it yeah it's not like you could get your hands on those it's things not like we could easily. get in the car and drive to japan town and it was it's not like oh it's on hulu so yolo we could just watch it like this i mean is i probably could have found it at japan town but i it was just it was there, and I was like, oh, my God, I can actually buy this. So I bought it. Yeah. And this was a had very... Had you heard I, of it? Yeah. I, had see, I think I had seen, like, one episode with... I think... I think I want to say, like, Byron showed it to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or I, I think somebody showed it to me, and I was like, I I immediately latched onto it. It was yeah. exactly what I was looking for in, like, an animated show. It was... It was bonkers it made no sense it, yeah it just had everything that i liked it's just like this very anarchist like it's like kids that act like they're on drugs but they don't have any drugs in their system kind of shit <laughs> that's what i wanted that is like and the perfect th- descriptor show, of us as uh, in high school <laughs> like we never yeah, did any those drugs, kids are but... terrifying like now to me but like that's yeah. all I, that's all i wanted oh but God. anyway i i had this <laughs> I watched it to death. Yeah. I I watched this with some people, uh, a few people that I uh, dated in in high school. Or maybe just one person. I don't know. But it was mm-hmm. like, it was like 
I had I had the I had I built like this relationship with this show and kind of shared it with other people. So it was like I had a very intimate relationship with this show. Yeah. It was very special to me, and I watched the shit out of it. I would, and it was, I would just watch it on my little PlayStation. Yeah, in my in my bedroom. I remember you had like, the TV over and, and over and over yeah. and over and over and over and over again. <laughs> so this is, I haven't watched it in probably five or six years, but I know every second of this the those six episodes like by heart. Wow. Well, that yeah, that's that's pretty amazing. I, I've seen the. F- first episode i think when i was a kid um a lot of my relationship with anime was basically was just dragon ball z like dragon ball dragon ball z okay yeah like i've kind of that's like where my issues in in, is in anime and i guess pokemon and like Oh. like i was very mainstream with my anime well, did you watch? Did you did you make it home in time uh, for Toonami, where it was like yes. four o'clock Pokemon, four thirty Sailor Moon, five <laughs> yeah. o'clock Dragon Ball Z, five thirty like Tenchi Muyo or something? Or, I knew that. Yeah, or that like programming. Roni Kenshin. Oh. Or Roni Kenshin might have been too. Like, that might have been Adult Swim. No, it was it was on there. Was, was it on, on there? there? I'm, I'm trying to think if Pokemon was 3:30 or 4 though because I think Pokemon got out at 2:50. Pokemon <laughs> Pokemon might have been the earlier one cuz it was like the most the most kid friendly, but I definitely remember that being a thing of like Pokemon, Sailor Moon, Dragon Ball Z and then like uh whatever. So uh, so that was my relationship to anime. So when I I think it was either you or Byron who first told me about, "Oh my gosh, Fully Cooly." And I remember like you and some of the other people in our friends group would just like run around with your arms behind your back and be like, footy cootie, footy cootie. Like it just was like a thing that you would Why say. Why were our arms behind our back? Like running like Naruto run, like ninja running. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. I remember that. I just remember oh, you, you guys yes, just sense. saying footy cootie. And I was like, what the hell? Okay, I'm just going to finally watch this show. And I watched the first episode and I didn't, I didn't stick with it. But it was it was definitely interesting, it, interesting enough that like when I finally watched because that was at this point that was like sixteen years ago, like when I finally rewatched it for this podcast, I remembered every single thing that happened in the first episode. It really it leaves a lasting impression. Even th- maybe not every single thing, but like but most of it for sure. I remember the Vespa. I remember the bass guitar. I remember the girl with the pink hair. I remember. That like he had things growing out of his head, like I remembered a kind of a surprising amount of it, in spite of the fact that I that I never followed up with it. Like I didn't go seek it out like you did. I, I'm kind of curious about your relationship. You said it's been a few years. I guess I'm looking on the Wikipedia page. There actually have been a couple more series: FLCL Progressive and FLCL Alternative. Um, I know that there was there was more made pretty recently too. Yeah, like back in two thousand and eighteen. I haven't touched it. I that's so I interesting I, to me. Uh, I mean, I left behind the show a long time ago. I mean, when yeah. I said I watched it within the past five or six years, it was probably out of just curiosity. But I don't really, I don't really remember. I don't really remember that experience. Hmm. Um. This is just such a time capsule, time capsule for me. But something else that even goes beyond the show as something that has really had a lasting impression and had an impression on me as a kid is the music 
in the show. Yeah, uh, there absolutely. is a a single band that does all the music for this show and they're called the pillows. Oh, and I've heard of them. I, I, I listened to them nonstop for a, a good portion of high school. Well, that's sick. mostly, well, I actually the music found the pillows. Good. I mean, we'll get into well, the mu- all the stuff well, after, but well, actually, do you, do you remember Roger Goodman? Yeah. 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 So he actually, before I watched FLC, before I even knew about it, he introduced me to the Pillows, uh, because they're they're oh, a, they're yeah. a they're a J-pop band, right? Uh, and they do both English and Japanese uh, lyric songs. But something that we really got a kick out of as young high schoolers is all almost all of their albums are English uh, titles. But none of them, it's, it almost seems like they don't really understand the meaning of the words for their titles because they make absolutely no sense. It's like, uh, one, like titles like fun, 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 okay. And then those <laughs> lyrics never come up in the, in the song. Thunder Whales, Picnic, uh, Crazy Sunshine. Oh, I guess that was. That was actually in the lyrics. No, I'm, l- I'm looking at their studio albums now. Yeah, you're right. Moon Gold. Thank you. Th- thank you. Thank you, my Twilight. Pl- which I guess isn't that weird. Please, but. Mr. Lost Man. <laughs> Please, Mr. Lost Man. Uh, Penalty Life. Yeah. Hor- horn again. <laughs> <laughs> wake up, wake up, and- wake up. <laughs> Oh, that's such a good song! Oh shit! Oh my all god! Right. But I know, I know all. Oh my god! So many trunks. But I went to go see them live uh, in high school, and it was such a big moment. I went with Byron, and we were so stoked. And wow. they were so good live. And I have this very unfortunate memory—not unfortunate, but uh, of pushing my way to the front row so I could like be there and you know really be in the thick of it. Yeah, yeah, and. I almost got to the front row. I was like, just, I was, I was, I was pretty much there, except there were two, like, I was, they they must've been like half my age, like 14 to like 16 year old girls in front of me that were like pressed up against the bars. And I was like, okay, I guess this will do. And, uh, (laughs) they were playing. And at one point, I believe his name is Mabase, uh, the lead, uh, uh, lead guitarist, throws his he's like sees the young girls like that are right in front of me because they're like fangirling yeah so he throws his pick to them and as he's throwing the pick out i stretch out my long ass arms and snatch it out from in front of them before (laughs) they could get to it and they look back at me and they're so pissed and i was like "Ah, i got this fucking pick it's mine (laughs) all right we got to take a break we got to come back we'll talk at you about our current experience of watching flcl footy cootie in 2021 we'll be right back y'all if you can believe it tapes 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 is in its fourth season the boys are once again here to help decide the fate of movies stuck in cinematic purgatory oh no the suspense remember you can follow tapes 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 on instagram to stay in touch with the show between episodes you'll find announcements surveys and more 
If you'd like to take your relationship with the show to the next level and get your credit card involved, find the show on Patreon, too. The boys thank you for your support. All right, now it's time to get back to the show. All right, we're back. Hi. Welcome back. How was your break? We we still don't know what fully cooling means. (laughs) Yeah, we talked about it during the break. We actually took a four-day long break. Um between the first recording session and this one and we still don't know what it means no okay what what does it mean what do you think it means as as a well i want to what okay yeah, i yeah. just answered this question is this your what well, you already did yeah this, this is, is your first time watching it all is, the way through this is my first time watching it all the way through i watched it in japanese because that was the only um that was the only way that I could watch it on Hulu. Oh, really? Yeah. I've I, never watched it in Japanese. Yeah, I couldn't. That's so weird <laughs> that you've watched it as many times as you have, but not in the I, native the, language. D- the DVD defaulted to English, and the voice acting is really spot on. Yeah, I, I was kind of, I was a little bummed out, I actually. I miss out. Because I, I was like, I really want that, like, nostalgic experience that you had. But, I mean, it's still crazy, like... Well, I would think it would actually be harder because that show is already really hard to track and then having to yeah. do it in a different language. Ugh. Yeah, I mean, I had subtitles, you but yeah, up. that well, okay. Well, thanks everybody for listening. No, it was it was really absurd. It was hard to follow along with. Um and as for what furikuri means <sighs> I don't have any idea what specifically furikuri means. I thought it was like a massage or something. Because I thought that I saw one of the characters like saying furikuri, furikuri, furikuri when like she was rubbing his brain or something or like rubbing his head. But anyway, mm-hmm. I-, I guess what what to me the show and this i'm taking like such a stab in the dark because i'd never seen the show before i guess what i interpreted from the show was that like in your own mind you imagine these things and and you can kind of you can make them happen and like there's something about that like there's something about the imagination of like, I could almost see the, the writer being like, these are the things that are in my mind. And this is like the symbolism that I'm going to use. It's like, I'm making these things come out of my mind. And then I have to like deal with them, whether that's to eventually befriend them and like fight with them. Like the main robot character that he Mm -hmm. like merges with for people who haven't seen this show, by the way, I'm so sorry. (laughs) Like, there's no way to talk about this show that makes any kind of sense. But, like, the robot that he eventually comes out, well, like, he he gels with them. And then, like, there's these other monsters that he creates that he has to fight. And, like, I guess that that's what I think the show is about, is, is like, reckoning with these demons or or whatever these things are that are, like, in your head. Now you tell yeah. me how far off base I am. <laughs> I I mean, look, you're you're talking to somebody who their critical analysis of this is mostly developed when they're in the ninth grade, and you knew me in the ninth grade. Right. 
There wasn't a lot of critical analysis going on. There was a lot of, for both of loud us. noises. Yeah. And this show has plenty of that, by the way. Like, while I was watching it, I was like, oh, oh of it's co- a feast for the ears. I was like, of course this would be appealing for, like, teenage boys. Like, of course. God, it's just like, go be loud. Go fuck off. Yeah, fuck be around. loud. Like, have, like, like, catchy rock music. Have, like, girls' skirts that are being blown by, like, girls' skirts that are, like, the length of a sharpened pencil and, and then just like blowing all around like yeah okay this was made for teenage boys i really like what you you kind of see what the show is about because it's not it's not i at least i i've never purposely come to that point that it's about you know reconciling with the things that are going on in your head and that being kind of like the overarching metaphor, but that makes a lot of sense. And then I think that makes kind of sense for what fully coolie is. Uh, and for people that haven't or will not watch this anime, fully coolie is a phrase that keeps coming up in the show. Yeah. Uh, it's of course the, co- the name of the show, uh, but it, it has a lot of like versions of it. It's either FLCL or footy cooty or fully coolie right. or fully coolie or Freddy furry, curry it just keeps coming up and even the show itself is very like mysterious about what it means uh but it seems to have different meanings kind of depending on who's talking about it and how it's getting used it seems to have some kind of kind of innocent sexual innuendo behind it like yeah i think i i think this i I mean for me i think this anime has is a lot about um puberty in a way yeah and like kind of become and kind of like finding uh adulthood a little bit as a kid especially going from like a kid to a teen and specifically i think coping with your shame like if you think about the symbolism that's in the show like he's always trying to cover up a horn or whatever the growth is that's on his head because he's still in school so Naoto, yeah. the character, like he, like in the very first episode, like he's growing this horn in the middle of his forehead and he's got a bandage over it. And everybody, all of his friends are like, that bandage looks bad. You got to take that off. Like it doesn't, yeah. it doesn't look good. It doesn't look right. And then like in the show, it's like, well, yeah, because he hasn't like exercised that demon. <laughs> I, don't, I, I keep bringing it back to like my own metaphor, but. <laughs> no, it's true. Well, but, I think the show does a really good job of taking that idea and really expounding on it and making it grand and about all the things that teenagers want life to be about yeah yeah and they just make them important because i mean Nauta, who's the the main character he's he's in middle school and i mean a lot of it kind of tracks kind of how sexuality is kind of developing for him yeah in his own attraction to you know, at least for him, the opposite gender. And we have Haruku who comes along, who's this space pirate that's, like, fucking weird and, like, you don't understand her motives and she kind of has a relationship with Nauta, but also a relationship with the dad, so it's kind of challenging the, like, adulthood of the, like, how adult the adults are and how, how like, kind of adult Nauta is. And he's jealous of that, too. Like, he was jealous of the scenes with, with his dad. My, my experience of watching it was a little bit mixed, I have to be honest. Like, there was a part of me that was like, what the fuck is Josh making us watch? 
which I've had before. I ruin another evening forever. I've, you know, I've, but it was also like, well, but there is substance here. Like people, like they made the show very intentionally. They they chose their moments. Like they there's a reason behind everything they're doing. I just don't know that I'm catching it all. So I ultimately walked away with having a good experience. Like I have a okay. I have a fond memory of watching of watching Fulikuri, and I'll I'll give you my rating after everything. But I'm curious. <laughs> I'm, I expect that. I'm curious as to like how you found it. Like what was it like to watch it? in this more like analytical way that we do for the cast. Well, you know, this is probably one of the earlier TV shows uh, that I watched when I was a a high schooler that I really put some time into trying to analyze it seriously. Mm. Uh, Cause I, I, I don't know. I mean, I loved it for the, for the frenetic bullshitty nature of it. Um, but I knew there, I kind of felt like there was something, something else going on here that kind of resonated with me. Uh, so I spent some time like watching it and enjoying it, but really like trying to think critically about it and watching it. Cause I, I also watched it all at once. Yeah. Uh, I still have that same exact DVD. Like it, it was actually a really fun experience because I have my PS2 set up, uh, which is the same one that I had when I was a kid and I've been playing a couple of the games just to see what they're like. And I popped the DVD in and, you know, it's a DVD. So it has scratches on it and the skips happen at the exact same time that I remember them happening when I was in high school because <laughs> wow. it's still scratched in the same place. So that was, that was in its, in its own way, like a very like fun nostalgia bone experience. Yeah. Uh, but I really, I re- actually really enjoyed watching it this time through. Uh, in kind of a different way that I expected because I really <laughs> I really had a hard time with that kind of frenetic energy that the show has where it's trying to impress you at every possible corner with how nutty it can be. Yeah. I got a little annoyed with it. I was like, all right. <laughs> Jesus, how does anybody how is how did I follow this when I was a kid? I don't think I did for the first couple of times. I think I just like knew that i liked you it and i had to watch it like the 50 sights times. and sounds yeah, yeah and but... i i really saw something i really saw myself in haruko the main uh the main character she is extremely cool she's very cool very chaotic she's got kind of that tank girl energy we, i've never watched a different just podcast like, uh well, it's a movie i know but and... <laughs> you said it like like that's a part of the canon of this show, and it isn't. I was not. How I was just dare saying you? It as like a thing that Anthony Nerica, love canon. you, girls. <laughs> love you, girls. Uh, I'm just. I've for some reason like very loose in terms of like their like. I guess the way that they speak and act and kind of like do whatever they want, like female characters. Yeah, just, yeah. Like really, I. I didn't, I didn't really like, I just identified with them. I wanted to be them. Like to this day, Haruko is still like a cosplay that I would love to, to do accurately. Yeah. I had pictures up of her on my wall. I, she I is just, like the coolest. I mean, she's a terrible character, I mean, for, but uh, yeah, she's she, fucking cool. She's insane. Like she's definitely chaotic 
more evil maybe than like can't true i mean she rides around on a vespa hitting things with a bass guitar and like flying around at one point she's flying on top of a giant um uh guitar she's riding her guitar in a playboy bunny outfit shooting (laughs) a giant robot (laughs) with like a little uh what are they called slingshot (laughs) yes yes (laughs) And she's got pink yeah, hair. Yeah, 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 like... yeah, 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 yeah. Oh man! Oh my god! Uh, so any, anyway, I know I know I'm gonna I'm gonna try to keep myself short with this one, but uh, watching it this time through, I actually really appreciated a lot of the a lot of the things that you probably need to watch this for a thousand times to actually enjoy. Because I think uh, something I watched very closely, and this is how they portray like sexuality in the show for like somebody that doesn't understand it yet but they're experiencing it and it's true that like i'm watching it and going like it's a little for me right now a little creepy to watch like all these preteens like butts in like these (laughs) shots where it's like under like it's true like anytime there's a female they got to find a way to show you their like their skirt like an upskirt thing yeah their panties like the camera is always at a low angle you know you know what we're talking about but which for me right now like i I don't that's i don't need that and i don't think a lot of people need that to like healthily like experience their sexuality but at least at the time when i was like a kid like kind of in my budding sexuality that's kind of the experience that i that i had of like not like looking up girl skirts but like the idea of yeah. like sexuality being this thing that like it was very voyeuristic like what's going on over there oh i can yeah. never experience it that's too scary like i have to like see it from afar and almost like oh, i'm trying not to be creepy but i don't know how to engage with it kind of thing yeah the shame element of it i think is the shame element before we get into a rating uh, favorite moments oh for, oh i remember the parts that i loved the most when i was in like high school there's so there's a moment when haruko comes up behind uh naota when like the baseball bomb is heading towards earth yes and she pulls the guitar from his head but as she's pulling the guitar from his head at least in the english trans uh the english dubbing she reaches into his head and now is now just like ah oh he's like it feels weird and he goes don't touch me there from behind (laughs) (laughs) and i really for some reason that really stuck with me i wish i watched the english dub or i wish i'd had access to it there's a moment that i really relate to on a weird level where uh uh Naoto is like waiting for Haruka to show up and the other girl that he's doing the school play with is like they're both there in kind of playing hooky oh yeah and, under uh, the bridge she's like she, yeah. Yeah, yeah and uh, now and she's like what are we doing here and he's like oh I'm waiting for my housekeeper oh here she comes now and then Haruko <laughs> just kind of comes in her scooter and causes an entire accident <laughs> and they're like ah and then she then a little cat comes on the road and she falls off Oh and yeah, because she's being chased hits. by like a dozen police cars or something. Yeah, right? it, yeah. And, and then and then when Nauta falls, the girl goes to like help her, and then Haruka's like, "Don't touch him!" But for some reason, she's talking through a megaphone and like squirming on the ground. Like, what are they cat ears? And he's like, "Yeah, kitty, kitty, meow." 
I don't know how to describe this in an audio format. <laughs> this show, yeah, the show is probably it's, a bad idea for a podcast. <laughs> but, but it. But is, that's what makes it a good idea. My, for me, my favorite moment. I don't know why this part st- stuck out to me. I want to know was when like. So the very first time that that Nauta merges with his robot and like goes to town, fighting yeah. the other the other creature that he like had come out of his head, and then like this amazing fight scene happens because that's something we haven't really talked about. Like the animation in the show is top notch. It's they really spared good. no creative uh energy yeah like they really they loved making it this it's and it it's amazing how how well done the fight scenes are uh, and well all the scenes really but but the fight scenes also and then like at the end of this epic fight scene this robot poops him out and it is so <laughs> unnecessarily well animated yeah, I can like they, I can they merge and then it's like oh got to unmerge got to poop him out gotta poop. and like you see his he's a robot with like a television face like he's he's one of those style of robots where it's like his face is a TV and you ju- you just show like toilet paper toilet paper and then he's like looking all around and he's like holding his butt and he's really embarrassed and then he just squats down and poops out Nauta and I just was like holy crap that was so like yeah literally like it was so well animated and just bizarre like i don't know why that that really stood out to me but i was like i that's a crazy moment man i really wish you watch i really wish you watched the english uh well josh i mean that brings us to you're gonna find out whether or not i'm gonna rewatch this this show I guess I am. We all are. So, Evan, what do you Evan. give? <laughs> do yourself. Evan, what do you give Furikuri? I would definitely give this a Be Kind and Rewind, and I would I would, yeah? I would, watch it in the English dub <laughs> because I really enjoyed myself um, ultimately. Like, it took me a while to get there. But like I said, it's just in retrospect, I look back on it and I'm like, I'm glad I watched that. Like, I, I would watch that again. And also, it's six episodes long and each episode is like, you it's, know, it's an easy it's one. 22 minutes because at the end they have the like, like most animes, they have like a three minute long. They have like a full song for their title sequence. So, yeah, it's right on Shooting Star. That's like one of the yeah. best songs by the Pillows. And, yeah, and the music in the show is incredible. Like, I, I definitely am looking forward to some playlists with uh, the Pillows music in it. Thanks for that in the future, Josh. Um, None of their stuff is on Spotify. No, actually, some of it is. No, 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 no. Some of it is. Okay. I'll put so, I'll put together some for you. Okay. Well, anyway, that's that's my rating, Josh. What do you give? Furi kuri, furi kuri. Um. Oh my God! I give this the Golden Tor- Totoro Award. <gasps> the Golden Totoro. <laughs> for those who don't know, that is the highest honor that one can bestow upon a, I guess, a show. Also, a show or a movie. I don't know if I should, but I'm just feeling for some reason this show coming up right now in my life is making me 
making me really happy. Yeah. Well, so I'm just, I'm just going to, I'm going to, I'm not going to be stingy on my awards and I'm just going to give it one. I don't know how much this would do for anybody I engage with right now. (laughs) Uh, I mean, obviously it's, it's doing something for you, but (laughs) I can't imagine most people listening to this, uh, watching it and getting a lot out of it. I feel like you kind of, and yet we're both giving it a positive review. (laughs) That's true. That's true. I should try. You know, I'm. I'm, I mean, I think people would like. Really, your first time watching? It's fun. It's like go try it. If you here's the thing, it is one of those shows where if you don't like the first episode, just stop. Like you're not gonna like the rest of it. It's gonna be more of the same, and it's more weirder, crazier, weirder. More absurd, even than the first one. Now, having said all that, I do have a recommendation. Do you have a recommendation? Or, well, no, I gave it the golden fucking total. All right, fine. So, my recommendation is another short, uh, funny anime series. I don't know if you have watched it, but it's more recent. Um, I don't remember exactly when it came out, but One Punch Man. Um. For, for those of you yeah. who know, like, it's much like FLCL. If you know, you know. It is hilarious. It is it is absurd, but it isn't, like, as absurd in an avant-garde way as FLCL is. It's, it's, you turn down the gain on that, on that a little bit. Yeah, you turn that, but you turn up, in my opinion, the, so you have seen it. I've only seen the first episode. Oh, dude. The whole show is so funny. Like, it's funny. It makes fun of itself. It makes fun of, like, the entire, like, shonen anime. Um, I think that's, like, the action anime genre in such uh-huh. a perfect way. And, like, and it it just builds. Like, it's, 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 it's an amazing show. I can't. And it's only 10 episodes. So much like FLCL, like oh. I was trying to think of a, another show where it's like, oh yeah, this is easily bingeable. Um, you know, I'm not going to send everybody off to watch all of Dragon Ball Z or Dragon Ball Super or anything. Like One Punch Man, that would be my that would be my recommendation. That's a good one. I watched the first episode and I knew that I liked it, but I don't know. I just didn't. I didn't follow up. Yeah, you didn't stick with. Yeah, I think I actually I did that with, with it, a, it a couple of times. I was like, "Oh, I'll watch the first one," and then like, for me, anime has to be like a habit. Like I have to keep on watching it. Yeah. Otherwise, I don't. I don't go back. Like I don't remember to finish it. Well, anyway, everybody, thank you for joining us for this kind of strange experimental where we're reviewing a tv show instead of a movie episode of tapes 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 i i won't i won't do this very often well <laughs> i mean i think it's two times in our history as long as it is a reasonable length that's what she said <laughs> well all the audio mixing what? and original music is done by yours truly evan william crockett and uh, our artwork is done by the wonderful and talented and kind Kersey Barrett Torme. You can find her on Instagram at Made by Kersey, K E R S E Y. And this podcast is produced, as always, by Josh Bowen. Josh, you want to tell the fine folks how they can support the podcast? 
Uh, you can find us on uh, Patreon. Uh, we're on there. We make this podcast of our own free will and free time. Uh, so your support uh, is greatly appreciated. Um, got some merch on there. We'll have maybe some videos of us uh, doing some fun stuff uh, coming in there pretty soon. We'll see about that. And uh, yeah, all those uh, donations uh, go a long way uh, to make this podcast happen. I'm drinking it up because it's so, so good. Thanks, guys, gals, non-binary pals. We love you. We mean it. And we'll see you next week. Foodie, goody, foodie, goody, 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 go